welcome to the Metapod Podcast, the Pokemon podcast that revolves around the evolving meta until it's so tired it can't revolve and needs to just rest its eyes for, you know, a couple days. Jake, and you're hello. broken. You, <laughs> I think, I think Jake is broken now. <laughs> I'm shattered. We had recently, just the other weekend, we had we hosted three conference championships at the same time. Oh, my. Um. And so two of the conference championships actually were on the same field. Oh, um, at the same time so, or just different days? No, not at the same time. Okay. The same day, but just different times. So, like, you know, one of them was a track meet, right? And if you've ever been to, like, a college track meet or something, they don't finish within, like, two hours. No. You know, I woke up at for, like, several consecutive days. I woke up at 6 a.m., and then Friday night, I like went to bed at 1 a.m. Saturday night, I went to bed at I woke up at 6 a.m., went to bed at 11 p.m. And then Sunday, Sunday, I got to sleep in a little bit, woke up at 8 a.m. And then uh, <laughs> went to went to bed at a decent time. I went to bed at like 10, 1030, but still just like so long. And then I was back in the office at 9 a.m. this morning and got back shortly before we recorded this podcast at 7 p.m. So it's been it's been wild. And that was just this weekend. That doesn't even talk about the preparation that I had to do leading up, which is why we missed last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, last week was was crazy for Jake. That's one of the reasons we missed it. I think I was probably a little busy, too. But um, you just got back from Japan recently. So, like, you're still getting in the flow of things. And stuff. yeah, yeah. But uh, in the meanwhile, I did. I did play in a my first league challenge between I think our Ooh. last recording and now. Yeah. I can't say that I came away a champion, but you know, I played Maridon. Mm-hmm. Uh and that little deck, that little deck, I, you know, I think I piloted my, you know my my heart out and I went 3 and 2. I think hey, it was that's top a winning 8 record. Yeah. 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 So I got the winning record with it my last round, Jake though. It was so sad. I did not see one ball search or no, I didn't see one energy or one supporter out of the top 20 some odd cards in my deck. Ooh, energy or supporter. Yeah. I have 16, I have 16 energy in the deck. I have a question. Did you also (laughs) use um, the electromagnetic radar or whatever it's called? I used three of them. The only energy I got the game was from electromagnetic radar, but I never Mm -hmm. drew an energy. (laughs) <laughs> and I also play, what was it, seven draw supporters and four Poke Gears, and I didn't see any of those. Oh, you're game. playing the Poke Gears on top of it. If you're playing Poke Gears and you still don't find supporters, it like was, that's just tough luck. Yeah, it was it was just bad luck. I can't feel too bad about it. But I did I did get a turn one donk with Maridon. Let's go. So you know, swings and roundabouts, as they say in England. I was able to get I, my opponent. I. Shout out to them. If they, if you listen and you remember this, I'm sorry. And you just know. It was a wild turn, though. I, like, went absolutely insane, like, with my sequencing. And I got there, and he was just like, how? Person, opponent just draws, <laughs> just, attaches, energy passes, it. and Sean's over here playing solitaire, yeah. you know, at the speed yeah. of lightning. I felt like I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Well, we've got a lot to talk about on this. If you are preparing for League Cups, League Challenges, Portland Regionals, we're going to talk about some decks 
that came out of EUIC. Maybe ones that you want to have on your radar. Maybe you want to know the matchups for. Maybe a deck list that you want to use yourself. There's some interesting lists in here that I think some people will be interested in. But for those of you that love the products of the Pokemon Company, there is plenty of good juice for you, including our first topic today, Sean. Yes. A new Pokemon TCG collaboration. <laughs> Tell me about it. I mean, this is similar to something they've done in the past. So they collaborated this artist. I'm going to butcher this name. Yunagaba, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but they did a collaboration with him a couple of years ago. Um, and I think that collaboration included Pokemon like Eevee and maybe Psyduck, I think, was in the original one. And Pikachu. But there are these really cute line drawings. Um, and so the cards themselves are actually like... There's not a lot to them. They're just white background, really kind of cute, a little bit derpy at times, maybe, line drawings of Pokemon. And the set that he's come out with this time should get a lot of people very excited. It is an Eeveelution-themed set. So obviously you got the Eevee, but you've also got all of the Eeveelutions in here as well. I love these kinds of arts on here. And Sean, I'll link you the um, old one with the Pikachu in case anyone ah, yes. sees. They're just like, they're like almost Sunday cartoon sketchy type of things. You know, they've got just the dots for the eyes and they've got kind of just like the stoic look of like the eyebrow, you know, and it's just real goofy. It's just real fun. <laughs> um, I love stuff like this. I love these kind of collaborations. I wish they come out in you know english and stuff like that mm -hmm. um so then we can have more accessibility to them because i feel like these promos and stuff usually fetch a pretty decent price on like the secondary market and stuff if you don't have like a, a proxy delivery service or anything like that yeah. from japan but i love these they're so goofy they're so funny um the box in there as well we've kind of talked about some of the contents in these boxes um, that have been in previous boxes in the past there's going to be a play mat with everything on it um also the frame there's a nice frame that oh, yeah. you'll get along with it i think we've talked about this like card frame before they've done this they've um, done this for other frame. products yeah, they've yeah. done these types of... Now, I will say, it's a little, like, it makes you choose, right? You get one frame, but mm. you've got, what is that, nine cards. So it's like, which one goes in the special frame? Well, I actually, I think the display frame uh, release it, it, it releases oh, separately. It's, separate. it's on May 24th. It costs 1,500 yen, just a little bit under that. So yeah, it's uh, like 13, uh, $14. Yeah, so it's pretty good, I feel like, for a frame like that. Um I'm trying to figure out, is this like a stand type yeah. of thing? Or is this something that you put in a wall? It looks like, I, I think know. it's a stand because I'm looking mm. at it now from the back. I think it's a stand now. Like, you know, you could, I'm sure there's ways to like disconnect the back part, but it, it looks like a stand to me. If you want the special box that releases on May 24th, that's going to be about 4,800 yen. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Well, I technically yes good luck we'll get to that point in a minute sean okay. you're unironically saying good luck in this situation <laughs> so it gets a long card box if you're watching on the uh 
Spotify or YouTube. That's the colored evolution box there. Um, you also get the playmat, like I mentioned, set of card sleeves, deck box featuring the artwork. And then also um, we mentioned the card display frame. There's also a nine pocket portfolio that you can buy separately on May 24th. Um, that's going to be a little bit under 2000 yen. It can store up to 180 cards as well. So any of this stuff, if you're interested in any of this stuff, the special long box with all the contents inside of it, the pocket portfolio, the display frame, it's actually going to be only purchasable through lotteries on the Japanese Pokemon Center website. So this is something that since Pokemon card has like the Pokemon card collecting side of the world has uh, boomed in the recent years, you know, especially with the pandemic, um, Japan has implemented, especially on the Pokemon Poke or Japanese Pokemon Center Japan website, these lottery system type things. So you can enter into it. Um, you can enter into these lotteries, but that doesn't mean exactly that you're going to win and have the opportunity to buy these. Um, so like Sean was saying, good luck, quite literally good luck if you're trying to go for this i believe that usually in the past don't quote me on this because i mean we don't know we're not the pokemon company and their plans for this but i believe for stuff like this they usually do multiple series of lotteries mm. for these products so there will be like a second wave um i think that usually pop up but sean which one out of all of these is your favorite i mean the sylveon is just great I really like the Sylvia on here. Mm -hmm. um, outside of that, uh, I would probably have to say Flareon is pretty cool. The Flareon is cool because that's the only one that's using like one of its moves, essentially like elemental move type deals. Yeah, exactly. I like that one a lot, but I think I like Umbreon the best because Umbreon is just like long cat <laughs> if you've ever had a cat like try to crawl under something or something and they get real long that's exactly what that feels like it's just i love the art in these yeah these are i will say too like again this is one of those things where like if you really love it um there's going to be a second hand markup for this like you if you're if you're listening to this podcast in english you're probably not in japan which means you probably you almost certainly cannot enter the lottery but if you really love this product, I would always recommend getting it soon after it comes out because the Japanese promos like this do tend to hold their premium, their price premium, mm -hmm. and even go up from there over time. Um, so, you know, uh, big recommend on these. I, you know, the price might come down initially for the first maybe month, but I wouldn't expect much more. If you also some recommendations on if you're trying to get it. Um, okay, J Love, I've talked about the person mm. on the podcast before, content creator. He has a lot of videos about how to get Pokemon Center in Japan products and stuff like that through like uh, proxy delivery service mm -hmm. stuff. Um, it is a little bit of an extra cost, but it, you know, it's better than paying quadruple the price on eBay, you know, as they, uh, as a lot of products tend yeah. to go on there but sean jake if you don't want to use that and maybe you just want some stuff that's localized that's going to be pretty 
well, hopefully easy to get. <laughs> we'll Obsidian, see. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Obsidian Flames is the August English set that is coming out in Scarlet and Violet. Obsidian Flames. There's no set logo revealed yet, but Pokey Beach last week did talk about how the set will officially release on August 11th. The pre-releases taking place July 29th to August. Six, so it's going to be comprised of two different sets, Sean. Yep, I mean, um, most uh, well, most uh, American sets, uh, or English sets, or non Japanese sets are comprised of two to three mm-hmm. sets typically. Um, now what I will say is, I don't, I don't know if this will contain the Pokemon 151 set as well. Um, I don't know, I don't. But I don't think I don't no, think so. I don't think it will. Yeah, that might be a special like October set that we get. I'm hearing so. But Jake, this set will be coming with if if you know if you are a keen eared listener to Obsidian Flames as a name, you might have guessed the special uh, chase card for this set is going to be a terrestrial terrestrialized Charizard. But specifically, and this is what's really interesting. I believe it is going to be a darkness typed Charizard, not not fire type, which is pretty wild. So if you for people who have listened for a little bit on this podcast may remember when Sean and I first talked about Scarlet and Violet TCG set, what was coming inside of it? You know, we talked about the Terra cards, the terrestrial cards um i had mentioned that i was really really hoping that they would do the delta species type of you know detail to these cards and how the terra types of pokemon ex's would be different types because in the video game you can make them different types with the terra stall um gimmick in the scarlet and violet video games so this will be really, really cool. I'm excited that, you know, it's finally coming because we've had a tear or we've had a Scarlet and Violet set and it didn't have any different typings. So yeah. now we're going to be getting them even in August. I think we get another set before then, right? Uh, yeah, we get Paldean Evolutions. That'll be that's coming a, out yeah, in June. Pal- I think it's Paldea Evolved. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if that has any different typing ones in it, but eventually we're going to get one and uh, hopefully it's very cool. I would assume, I would, Sean, what are the odds? Because if you remember for people that are watching the live video feed right now on YouTube or Spotify, you'll see on the screen the um, Charizard Gold Star, uh, Gold, the Gold Star Charizard Delta species, the dark type from EX Dragon Frontiers in 2006. And this Charizard on it is a shiny Charizard. So my question to you, Sean, is, is this Charizard EX Terror type going to be a shiny version, you think? I mean, I would assume so, right? Like how else would you, I'm trying to think of like how you would even draw a regular Charizard with dark typing without just making it shiny charizard like maybe well, i mean if you just look at the video games you know those uh they just give him the dark type hat the terror type hat is that what they're doing he's just normal yeah. with a hat yeah it's just a normal charizard <laughs> except he's got a giant bristle on his head and it's the dark type huh i you bet know? you then i you know i actually would lean on what they're doing in the games because if you look at the arcanine and the gyarados 
it mm-hmm. seems that they're sticking with their the way that they appear in the games. And if we think back to the way that they did VMAXs, right? It was how they appeared in the games. That is how they would appear on the card. So that is true. So, yeah, I mean, it probably is just going to be like you are describing. I'm going to say it's going to be shiny because that's oh, okay. where the money is. I move. Maybe there's maybe Sean, the regular poll that you get, the regular Charizard tear type darkness is just a regular Charizard. But then the the like alternate art that you get are the full art, right? Mm-hmm. The full art becomes shiny. I mean, look, I this is my cynical side. I think that side. would be something that wouldn't happen, but it wouldn't surprise me because <laughs> corporations and money, 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 money. Well, money. the my my cynical corporation side says, why print a shiny to start with when you can just print the shiny version next year and get even more money? That's true. Actually, so. maybe you're right. <laughs> you're like that's you're right. You're right. <laughs> Because that's kind of what they did with Charizard VMAX, isn't it? Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, exactly what they did. But Money Machine <laughs> Anyways, Go Burr, Jake. Any Money Machine Go Burr. But again, this will be coming out on August 11th. I'm excited for this. I think it's cool. I think Scarlet and Violet base set was in a great set. I had a lot of fun opening that set. I've mm-hmm. had a lot of fun watching games and stuff with these sets. So uh, I'm excited to see what it brings. But Sean, there's another set of cards that's coming. Some some old ones, some of the throwback cards in oh, the Pokemon man, trading Jake. card game classic box set. Jake, you got no idea how exciting this is. So we talked about the classic game, the game, the Pokemon mm-hmm. trading card game classic box set. It's the one that's going to be really expensive, several hundred dollars, I think, is what we're guessing. Probably. Um and it's the one that comes with three pre-built decks. And those decks are all like, they contain sort of a mashup of new and old cards. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with like a premium playing surface, all that stuff. Well, uh, what we have been shown is the holofoil that's going to be on not just the cards you would expect, like Charizard and Blastoise and whatever, but the entirety of the set is getting this crazy holofoil pattern. Well, uh, maybe not the maybe maybe not all of it. A lot of of the old all the old cards that are being reprinted, essentially. Yeah. Um, And it's it's I I don't know how they're going to do this in English, because I will also say the uh, 25th anniversary set that they did in Japan had a Mm -hmm. different holofoil pattern than the set we got in America. And I don't know if the holofoil pattern that we're seeing here on screen, which those of you who aren't watching, it's like crazy shiny. It's got gold. It's got flex everywhere. It's, it looks really nice actually. Um, I don't know for sure if that will be the same holofoil pattern we get outside of Japan, but it's still, it, it could be really cool if it is. There's a lot of cards that have been revealed, including, you know, the original line. There's a lot of different, variety of cards let's say inside um this upcoming set like there's an e-reader card in there that's going to be in this set there's the classic base sets you know the starters like we talked about there's the komiya onyx digging through the dirt um there's also in here as well like gym heroes so there's the lieutenant surges rattata which 
I don't know if I would have chose that one to be one of the cards in this, but this is <laughs> this could just be a small sliver of the cards. You know, there's computer search in here. There's versus seeker. And I'm talking the last versus seeker that was printed. Yep. So that's, I mean, X and Y right there. Wait, X and Y are black and white. Uh, I'm not sure, but it's... I actually think it was black and white now that I think about it. But anyways, you know, bunches of different sets, not just the original base set, things like that, along with new cards like Lugia EX, Ho-Oh EX, Suicune EX. I think we talked about yep. them briefly. We did. I don't think they're... I don't know if any of them are particularly crazy. I mean, for me, there's not much more news on this right now. Just, you know, preface there. But... As somebody who likes to play retro format sometimes has built those decks. And also, there are some cards in here that I, I would wonder, like, I don't know if the energies in this set are going to be standard legal. Because mm -hmm. typically you can play energies from throughout Pokemon's history uh, if they're in your region, right? But yeah, I don't know. because But if they are standard legal, if you can play these, which I don't know, these are going to be super sought after. Because they're, they're, I mean... They're not only going to be really shiny, and they only come in three versions, water, fire, and grass. So I will say that uh, Justin Basil over on Twitter, I remember seeing this tweet, this quote tweet, quote tweeted the article and said, this is your reminder that comma per Pokemon comma, with the exception of basic energy cards, none of the cards from Pokemon TCG Classic will be tournament legal. So like the Versus Seeker, you yep. can't play it at an expanded event. Um, and I believe also that means the Lugia, Suicune, and Ho-Oh won't be legal? That, yeah, that, that, that seems to track, right? They don't have a block set number on them. It just says That classic. makes sense. Yeah. Because I think like the, when... What was it? Celebrations with the Dark, Dark Sylveon and Lance's yep. Charizard. I don't think any of those were legal either. You're absolutely right, Jake. But but the, energy the energies might basic be. energies. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be kind of hot. Um, <laughs> Just hold out for that, Sean. You can do it. <laughs> oh jake uh i also want to say oh, yeah. no no it was just real quick uh there's a meme going around how somebody i don't know if it's still there in the comments was saying that bill was a terrible supporter you know when first printed in the pokemon trading card game and i just want to say don't ever listen to that bill was insane bill was a staple in the pokemon trading card game i mean it's not good now it's, right, it's, are you talking new... about bill draw two cards yeah i, I mean Back when you can play as many supporters yes. as you wanted in a single turn. That's that's the key indicator exactly. there. Bill but was now a staple. it would be bad. Yeah, now it would be bad. I will then say, back then it was good. This bill in particular, it does say supporter at the top of this bill. So mm -hmm. it makes me wonder, Jake, was this bill in the era where it was like a separate card and you could only play one per turn? Because I would argue I think that, that is bad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this bill... Specifically, like the one, this one that was reprinted yeah. is in the era of as many times as you'd like in a single turn. Because there was a point where now supporter cards say you can only play one supporter card per turn, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they typically so, have that text on there. This feels like, though, I don't know this. I don't know exactly where this bill came from. This almost feels like hard gold, soul, silver, though. It does. The Yeah, I don't know the borders and things quite well enough, but... Yeah, Sean and I have been 
talking about Pokemon for a while, but not that long. <laughs> yeah, but but like I will say, Jake, like if I could get my hands on some of these, especially Professor Oaks for those mm. like old school decks I have, that would be choice. Just uh, like the the cards in general. I mean, if they keep this, if they keep this border, they keep this hollow pattern, and like those are just sweet cards to get. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, Jake. Moving on, we've got two more news things uh, to sort of go over quickly, uh, one of which I think we've talked about before. But, Jake, what is this first one that we have to talk about? So I believe we've talked about Annihilate EX getting a box. I don't think this is new news, but what is new news, this box that releases on June 14th is going to have some changes to the EX box inside of it. So usually in the, you know... EX, V, whatever boxes or things like that. The old Meowth VMAX. There's a jumbo card of the card. There's some packs. Maybe there's, I don't know. I don't think there's usually uh, a pin or anything like that. But there also might be another promo card along with the, you know, EX, V, VMAX, whatever card inside of it. But this is going to be a little different. This Annihilate EX box is going to start a new era coming with the Annihilate EX promo with foil versions of Mankey and Primate from Paldea Evolved along with four booster packs and a PTCG Live or code card. The first time these boxes will not have jumbo cards, hmm. Sean. Interesting. It's got an updated design. So I know all those jumbo card collectors. I like the jumbo cards. I think they're cool. I think they're fun. It's just they don't fit in any binders. So like, what do you do with them? Yeah. And like they I think they've produced binders over the years that might hold them. But they've also mm -hmm. changed the size of jumbo cards yeah, over the years. Once so. Sword and Shield came out, I think they changed the size of the jumbo cards to smaller. I, I think. Can't, I don't know. I, don't I think remember, they were but... smaller. All I know is that they didn't quite fit one way or the other, and it was very annoying for people who tried to collect them in binders. I think you were specifically someone, right? Didn't you show one time on the podcast or something that they didn't fit? Yeah. Or maybe it's something else. I don't know. I might have, but yeah, it's uh, it's weird. But I honestly, like, I know some people love the, the jumbos. I wonder if maybe they made this decision. Do you remember that player? Who went to a regionals, Jake? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think probably this plane was in the docket for a while. I like to think of this, the conspiracy, though. To get about how jumbos. Matthew single-handedly ruined jumbo cards for everyone else. Because <laughs> he built an Just entire deck. Yeah, built a legal deck with it. Um, uh. But anyways, Sean, if you didn't know, Annihilate EX is a fighting Pokemon stage two, 320 HP Pokemon that evolves from primates, got two attacks, angry grudge for one fighting energy, 20 times damage, put up to 12 damage counters on this Pokemon. This attack does 20 damage for each damage counter you placed in this way. Now at 320 HP, Sean, I think this attack is very interesting because you are doing at least 240 damage without any sort of gape jog ball damage pump yeah anything of that sort so uh i mean the, the only uh, this is my issue with this mm -hmm. 240 damage is good um and you could look there and say one energy is also great right which it is uh however it is a stage two so you kind of think to yourself well do i need a stage two 
that only needs one energy. Like how often am I, you know, evolving into a stage two and not having time to put more energy on? I I really personally, I really wish they would have uh they would have given this a an additional ability thing. Now, look, there could be other items like you mentioned that maybe can boost the damage based on the number of damage counters. Um but like even like if you made this a shred attack, imagine a shred that can do up to 240 damage. That's a pretty good shred, but you have yeah, to put 12 damage counters on yourself to do it. So you have to hurt yourself in order to get through any ability. And I, I don't know. I would like that. You have to knock yourself down to 200 HP. Yeah. Which means that you're probably getting knocked out in a repeated turn. And so you better have a lot of rare candies or you better have some Zorarks evolving. You know, yep. that's pretty much what that comes down to. But I think it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty interesting mechanic. And I, and I like that they gave it 320 HP to, um to accommodate that because i don't think annihilate really is like a thick pokemon in the video game i don't think it's like some giant hp monster in the beginning i think it's it's just like your average pokemon but with the attack they they're probably like okay let's let's beef it up a little bit you know on the higher end yeah no that's that's a good point i don't know it's cool like it has another attack that does 150 if you don't really need to do that much damage mm-hmm for two energy so like it's also weak to psychic by the way you <laughs> yeah, know gardevoir gardevoir uh, just yay gardevoir and mew can't forget about yeah. Mew. <laughs> can't forget about Mew because mew never dies mew never. is always around even after it rotates it'll uh, still be in standard somehow oh man um yeah jake jake what's the last one i think we you mentioned you said you mentioned this on the pod before but now we have just a tiny bit more info. What what are these two other battle decks? So this is an update to the EX battle decks that are going to be coming out featuring Chain Pao and Tinkaton EX. These are revealing, or I'm sorry, these are releasing on July 14th. They're going to be $10 each, Sean. So $10 each, you're going to be able to get a battle deck, an EX yeah. battle deck. I think, first of all, before we talk about anything else, I think that's a pretty good price. 60 cards, a pre-made deck for 10 bucks. That's, I mean, that's a pretty sweet deal. Before we get into too much more about everything that's inside, Sean, I want to note that this is now level one. So we talked Mm -hmm. about in the Sword and Shield series, the battle decks go from like level one, level two, level three. And so I think, I think what it was, was that level one had one ultra rare card in it. Level two had, was it like a V and a V max? Typically, in- yeah. You would get two. You would get like a one one line or something like that. And then uh, level three was like the the full deck. I think the world championship decks were level three, weren't they? Uh, I mean, they're not standard legal. They might. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they. Would yeah, be they weren't standard legal technically. Um, well, some of the cards are standard, but yeah. I think that was level three was like just like legitimate kind of decks. Um, I think you get at least I, I, I think maybe it's the, maybe the Mew was a level three because I think the Mew you got. Yeah. two Mews, two Mew VMAX and two two um, Genesex Genesex, which is quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think it would if you had a uh, if you had like a V and VMAX line, I think it would have been like a three three line. 
Yeah. Because I think Shadow Rider VMAX was a 3-3 line. Yeah. Yeah, it was because I bought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a 3-3 line. So anyways, we're getting back to the level ones now that we're in a new era of Pokemon, the Chin Pao EX and Tinkaton EX. We've talked about those cards before, but also in the EX battle deck, it'll come with the 60 card deck again for 10 bucks. So I feel like it's pretty doggone, you know, worth it. Three reference cards. I don't know what a reference card is. I've, Do you know what I that is? I have no clue what that is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No I, just, I don't think I know what a reference card is. Yeah, I don't. I was going to say, I've bought, I've bought some of these uh, battle decks and maybe I just threw it away or missed it or or it's a new thing. You also get a single player play mat, which I don't think That's came new. in them before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's probably just like oh, a, it's paper, a paper play mat. Okay. Yeah, it's a paper folded up play mat. But I still don't think you got them in like the level like the Shadow Rider deck that I mentioned earlier. I don't think it, maybe you did. It's a nice inclusion because, right, like the people who are buying this often are going to be people who are new. So it's a mm -hmm. nice inclusion to be like, hey, as you're learning, here are all the zones and here's little descriptions of them you also get damage counters large metallic coin deck box probably a deck box that isn't 60 card sleeves is yeah. probably anyways a <laughs> quick guide to unlock the strategies within and then a code card for pokemon tcg tcg live to unlock the deck so i like that in tcg live i mean i know i've bagged a lot on tcg live and I still bag on it, um, but it's not unbearable. It's not as bad as I thought, at least. It's just, it, it's just, it's, it's tolerable at this point. It's aight. It's aight. It, it, does, <laughs> it doesn't make me excited to play. But anyways, one of the things that I do like is, especially now through these EX decks, the Scarlet Violet EX decks, you unlock the, you use the code card. It unlocks the deck. It's not just one card, right? It used mm -hmm. to be like when you bought something like that, you just buy, you just get the one like promo or whatever. But now you're getting the whole entire deck. So yeah. it's going to be, you know, one Chain Pow or one Tinkaton line with the Tinkaton EX that you can use for your other decks in your collection. So very, very cool. Yeah. Um, interesting stuff. Jake, are you ready to get into the decks that we didn't talk about from EUIC when last we I, met. I do. There's some cheeky decks that are in here. Some Drapion V-Star shenanigans. Some Duraludon in the way that you don't really know Duraludon shenanigans. And also Ursaluna V. So we're going to go through these one by one, Sean. Uh, we've got four decks to talk to you about, whether you're taking them to the Portland Regionals, you're excited for Portland Regionals, or you want something to take to your League Cup, League Challenge, or local League Night, or just play with your friends or on Pokemon TCG Live. First up, Sean, we have Gudra V-Star. Yes, indeed. Um, I mean, the ultimate tank deck in the format right now. Uh, mm -hmm. I This is the one of my two losses. When I was playing Maridon. Oh, really? Yeah. And I will say, I don't think Maridon is actually, it's not a bad matchup, uh, but it becomes a bad matchup if you're not able to get rolling quickly. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, yeah, Maridon can actually hit through with the right setup. But if you get a slow start, you know, 200 damage is quite a lot. You can knock out your Maridons with a choice belt or, or whatever. And so that can get pretty difficult, I think, to respond to if they're just 
you know, taking those prizes faster. I hope than they're you not can. knocking out your Maridon with the choice oh, belt. That's true. That's fair. But, I was gonna say that yeah. would be illegal. <laughs> you should get that win back. No, no, I'm you're right. Kidding. You're right. But like, I don't know. It's just the point being is it's like if you get a slow start against Gudra, um, and you don't find all your setup pieces, then it is pretty difficult actually to get through it. And I think that's for any deck. In some decks, I think it's almost it kind of feels like an auto loss. I think like lost box. Mm -hmm can have a very difficult time against Gudra, especially if they're not playing the Radiant Charizard version. So, but uh, yeah, this one is playing the Lost Zone engine. That's the version of Gudra, not an Arceus version, mm -hmm. a Lost Zone version. And uh, the other interesting thing about this deck is I think it realizes that one of its less favorable matchups might be Mew, just because of the speed of Mew. The speed of Mew, the being able to hit through. Yep. You know, the rolling iron, um, just a lot of different options with Mew decks. Yep. And so I think because of that, you're actually playing Drapion V as a two up in the deck. So you got two of them. Obviously, that can take care of Mew. It can also help you out uh, against the Gardevoir decks out there, which can also pile on a bunch of energy to reach those high numbers to actually take out your Gudra V-Stars, which would not be ideal. Um, not ideal. And it's doable because, again, like Sean was saying, you're playing the uh, Lost Zone engine. So you're playing Mirage Gates, right? That's yep. if you're wondering, because Drapion V, you know, Wild Style is only for rapid fusion single strike cards. Well, uh, just put a bunch of energies on it <laughs> yeah, and do it the old-fashioned way yeah do it the old-fashioned way just put a whole bunch of energies on it and start swinging yeah <laughs> that's all you need um but other than that like the deck is um it's pretty straightforward right like you just the goal is get the gudra set up um maybe get a little bit of chip damage in if you need with a cramorant as early as possible take an early prize maybe Cramorant's um, great for like the first turn right because oh, you so have good. your gudra v you just attach a single energy and you're not going to reach seven uh, energy cards in the loss zone because we don't have scoop up net in the format anymore, right? Um, you're more than likely not going to reach seven cards in the loss zone for Mirage Gate. And plus you can't even evolve to the Gudra V-Star anyways at this point yep. because it's your first turn. So like you were saying, you know, Kramer, it's a great first turn attacker just to, again, like you said, you know, get damage off. Yeah, it's really good because like you get that 110 and then... You know, depending on the matchup, your opponent might be looking at that damage going, well, if I can't knock out a Gudra V, if it's the only thing on the board, right? If I can't knock that out, they're going to evolve. They're going to be able to do 200. And that's going to put them at the ability to probably take out anything on the field. So do I evolve into my Mew VMAX? Do I evolve into my V-Star here? Or is this Pokemon just kind of too much of a liability now and I have to give up on it? Who knows? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, really good strategy there. So. Yeah, the Gudra deck is, it's a slower game plan. I mean, if you can get rolling fast, that's great. But generally speaking, it's like, you got to take a turn, maybe two to get into the that seven card in Mirage Gate. But then after that, it's really just about, okay, calculating how many turns can I attack, but without giving up however many prizes I've left to give up because you have that moisture star ability that can heal all the damage from one of your Pokemon. Um, outside of that, though, I don't think there's, there's no healing in this deck, really. 
No, just a crystal cave in there to heal 30 damage, you know, every turn that you yeah. utilize it on your dragon Pokemon, which is just Gudra. It's dragon or metal, but we just worry about dragon in here. I do like in this deck the inclusion of two Melanies, because if you do not remember, uh, one of Gudra's uh, energy requirements alongside metal is water. So being able you know if you're not really getting a lot of lost zones going but you're seeing energies and stuff like that maybe you discarded one off a greninja or an ultra ball or something of that sort you can be able to attach the first turn and then attach again use a melanie to get the three cards so then you kind of have two different options in um, how you want to accelerate energies either through the mirage gate or the melanies there's only two melanies so it's not like it's super easy to find but maybe you know you kind of just get lucky find one early or maybe you find one off pokey gear yep. right there's four card options that allow you to see just a lot of cards um or two card options that allow you to see a lot of cards and who knows? Maybe you also coal rest, right? You first turn going second, you coal rest, you find your Melanie or a Pokey Gear. You know, find... There's a lot of different interesting ways that this Gudra deck can go. And I like this list a lot. Yeah, no, it's it's a really good list. And um, the other thing about this deck, like I was thinking back to the tournament I was in and, and Alolan Vulpix, you think about it, and it can really be a problem for a lot of decks out there. But the benefit of this Gudra deck is you're playing a lost engine deck, which means you have lots of escape ropes. Mm-hmm. But you're also playing a lost engine deck that also plays lot like three bosses orders. So for this kind of deck, it's actually not so bad to get around the um, the Alolan Vulpix situation because it's like, okay, well, I'll escape rope, boss that Alolan Vulpix up, and then just hit into it for that 200 damage. Um, now you will have to hit into it again, or you know, because that, that I think the Vulpix is two sixty HP. Uh yeah, Vulpix is two sixty. You just have to make sure that you know you're not hitting into it with Drapion, Raining Greninja, Cramorant, or anything Gudra, because of Vulpix saying it doesn't allow basic Pokemon to hit. Oh right, right. So um, the Gudra V is so- fine. Yeah, but I mean, you're often attacking with like a Kramer and Radiant Greninja. So you got to yeah. make sure, you know, that you that you're able if you do, you know, maybe need to retreat your Hisuian Gudra V because it's damaged and you already use your Moisture Star or there's a path to the peak or something like that, you know, and you decide you're going to go in with Cramorant, right? You have to be able to do that kind of switch combo like you're talking about, because sometimes Cram is just a really good attacker for the mid game too. yeah, set up the damage. So that's, I mean, Gudra otherwise is pretty straightforward. Uh, but let's go into some other popular, but maybe newer versions of decks that we are seeing in the format. Jake, walk us through how Lugia V-Star, a deck I didn't think would survive rotation, how it's changed. So Lugia V-Star partnered up with its favorite, as always, Archaeops, accelerating energies from the deck onto various Pokemon. Now, the way that Lugia has evolved within the, you know, last couple weeks, it has used a couple different options. One, kind of its main attacker for a lot of people is Tyranitar V. Tyranitar V in this list specifically is using the Tyranitar V single strike with the Kragalanch and single strike crutch. Kragalanch is dark 
colorless colorless for 60 damage discard the top two cards of your opponent's deck the second attack single strike crush for 240 damage which hits for a lot of numbers especially the v's and things like that and this is before any damage modifiers that we'll get to in a second it's a dark dark colorless colorless which has a secondary effect of discard the top four cards of your deck now 240 you may say oh yeah hits a lot of v's things like that don't you forget friend that archaeops accelerates special energies so you can get four single strike energies on a tyranitar in a single turn to fulfill that damage requirement without any sort of attachments and that's 80 extra damage hitting 320 yeah that's, that's a uh, lot of damage that's a lot of damage yeah that's for sure um and also i wouldn't rule out that first attack in mm. very specific matchups like so say you're going to a, a big regional event where people might be playing a control deck or Be even a deck that's super aggressive, right? If you yeah. have a long, lengthy game against an opponent, you yeah. know, they may be at a point where they're only dealing with a couple cards left and you can just use the first attack, right, to just take them out. It doesn't have to be a control. It's more often probably than not a control deck that you're using this on. But, I mean, you're right, Jake. Like, there is a situation in which you're playing against Gardevoir. Gardevoir draws a ton of cards, Right. And Very quickly. Yeah. And you could definitely catch people off guard if you're like, you know, they've drawn through a lot of their deck. They're sitting there thinking, okay, I got to be a little more conservative. Maybe they're waiting a turn to play their own Judge or Roxanne so they can shuffle a big hand back in and save themselves. But if you catch them off guard just by that one turn, you discard those two cards. That could also, it's a sneaky way to win the game for sure. There's um, also the partner in this list, Sean, that is, uh, not one that I see all the time, but one that kind of makes sense. It's the Raladon VMAX. This is also a single strike Pokemon. Remember, we have not really had a lot of decks that pair the single strike energy onto Duraludon, but this is a single strike Pokemon. So you attach that and, you know, you can attach three to fill the damage requirement or even more. It's a 220 base on GMAX pulverization. So... You can just whack a lot of Pokemon with the Duraludon VMAX as well. And there's also another energy, Sean. What is that energy you got oh, there? I, I was just looking at this. I don't think, I think it's there because the single strike can only do darkness and fighting. Mm -hmm. And so if you need the metal energy for that Duraludon, then you have to instead use impact energy, which can provide any color uh, only one at a time. Uh, but the uh, the other benefit is this pokemon can't be poisoned which i sure yeah it's it's yeah, great I it's mean, it's the rainbow energy was around at last once you know well, it was around for a little bit yeah this is this basically this is your replacement for rainbow energy that's really all this is for your duraludon you also see a couple different other single strike attackers potentially such as the yivatol yivatol in here is one that you don't i think this is the less common of the two that i'm going to mention for the non ultra rare pokemon this is a basic 130 hp pokemon yivatol single strike has two attacks dark cutter for 50 two dark energies or three dark energies for 110 single strike wings and again the single strike energy can fulfill that dark requirement because sean said it 
it takes uh, dark and fighting. So with the three single strike energies, oh God, what is that? 170 that you can do. You can definitely use that to two hit a Pokemon. Well, and you might be saying, what? Oh, go ahead. I, I might've, <laughs> I know what you're going for, go. Well, I mean, you, there are things in the format like Mew. There are things in the format like Gardevoir that we've mentioned earlier with the dark type attackers. That 170 one hit KOs all those suckers. So uh, yeah. you'll be able to get those. But you might be saying, Jake, 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 you keep rattling off all of these different Pokemon that you can use single strike energies. But once they're in the discard, they're donezo, bud. Um, well, you've got a couple of Urn of Vitalities in there. If you don't remember that card, it's an item card. allows two single strike energies to go from the discard pile into the deck and through Archeops onto your Pokemon, essentially. But uh, the other single strike attacker that you can use the little baby one prizer is Stone Journer to hit that fighting weakness on. Um, I guess you could do it. No, Flying Pikachu VMAX it's is a uh, lightning type, but Arceus is a fighting type weakness. Maridon is a fighting type weakness, along with Regilecki, Raikou, etc., etc. Is there any more that I'm missing? uh is lugia what lugia is lightning yeah so the, that's the one that you don't have a response for is there's not mm -hmm. there's not a uh a counter to your actual lugia but you've only you're only gonna have one lugia out anyways probably so the rest of the game it doesn't really matter and i think it's the same with your opponent so i think that's it though i think it's the arceus and the maridon one of the things that has changed in the Lugia deck, as well as the choice of Radiant Pokemon in this deck, this is kind of your Lost Box counter to an extent with the Elegant Heal Radiant Serena. If you do not remember this Radiant Serena, it says once during your turn, you may heal 20 damage from each of your Pokemon. Yeah. So you're facing a pesky Lost Box. Well, just heal all that damage off, Sean. <laughs> I mean, unless they put it all on one for two consecutive turns, but you know that 20 damage everywhere or on one specific Pokemon can help out in some instances of math. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think this is a, I think that Radiant Serena could see more play. I just, this deck, it feels like, I guess it makes sense. Um, I'm surprised I haven't seen more Radiant Serena in Gardevoir decks. Mm hmm. Um, you know, because you're putting damage counters on things. Uh, I think the expectation with Gardevoir, I guess, is that you just expect them to die, like, after you attack with them, and then you just, okay, we're done with you, we don't need you. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I think if people are thinking about spending $300 for a tropical, not tropical beach, for a, a Champions, Champions Festival. Festival, I feel like, hey, maybe save that money, grab yourself a Radiant Serena instead. <laughs> just open up a bench spot. I think right. the difference... Um, I think one of the choices that a lot of Gardevoir players have to have when choosing a Radiant Serena is their other Pokemon of choice, at least as of right now, has been Greninja, right? Yes, so it is. what's is your deck is your deck fast enough? Is your deck aggressive enough that you don't need the Greninja to discard the energies to use off the Gardevoir's ability? Or, you know, I mean, if it is, go ahead, yeah, use Serena and help take that math off a little bit if the math works for something like the Gardevoir or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just a thought. It's a, it's an interesting, I think it's an interesting proposition. If the 10 damage is worth $300, and I know that like at that point, you're like trying to get the next 1% out of the deck. But mm -hmm. uh, 
just I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it right now. I, I if if a deck with four Champions Festivals in it wins, I would not be surprised to see Pokemon just ban the card because it's they're not they're not gonna reprint it and it's crazy um, expensive. No, I don't think so because they never banned they Tropical still haven't Beach. banned Tropical Beach, yeah. In expanded at least. They didn't. And I ban mean, it. they would have the Tropical Beach was such a good card. I'm pretty sure in standard, right? It was. That's or why just they in general. That's why they stopped printing it. That's why they switched over to Champions Festival. Yeah, but they're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna ban it. They're just gonna stop printing it, like you said. They're just gonna make something else. They're gonna yeah. make a draw three, a yeah. supporter draw three. Yeah, you're probably right. You probably yeah. They're right. just gonna make a. Uh, they're just gonna. They're gonna start using the <laughs> friends in Hisui or friends in a lot. Yes. They're just gonna start doing that, and then that's gonna be super expensive, and that's gonna make me even more mad because those are full art supporters that I can't get. Oh my, Jake! You're making me mad, Sean. I'm sorry. Anyways, no, it's okay. We got two more decks to talk about, and uh, uh, I. To be honest, like this, I don't know much about the Rapid Strike Urshifu Inteleon VMAX evolution. Uh, Jake, do you want to take this one again? Like, I really don't know how this deck works. So this is Rapid Strike Urshifu VMAX Inteleon VMAX. Basically the Rapid Strike box kind of deck. Urshifu is back, but not the number one, I would say, in this deck. I would say your number one is Inteleon VMAX. So if you do not remember, Inteleon VMAX has an ability and an attack. GMAX Spiral for a water and colorless, which, by the way, you're probably just using a Rapid Strike Energy to just attach for this attack. So just a one energy attachment, essentially. You may put an energy attached to this Pokemon into your hand. If you do this attack, there's 70 more damage with a 70 base. That does two, or I'm sorry, 140 mm -hmm. total just for that alone and 280 off a of two hit. But the thing that a lot of people are interested in with Inteleon VMAX is the double gunner ability. Sean, you play a couple water energies in this list and by a couple, I mean six in this list. Double Gunner's ability, you may discard a Water Energy card from your hand in order to use this ability. Once during your turn, you may you may choose two of your opponent's bench Pokemon and put two damage counters on each of them. So, I mentioned before that 280, right? If you use Double Gunner twice for 40 damage on a Gardevoir that has to sit there and evolve, you can knock out a Gardevoir just with a two-hit KO off of Double Gunner or... Sean, a one hit off double gunner and two hits off GMAX Spiral. And then on top of that, the cool card in this that I really, really love, the Medicham V for Yoga uh, yeah. Loop. You could Yoga Loop one of the bigger Pokemon that are just a little bit far away from the double gunner two hit knockout off of the Inteleon VMAX or... Sean, if you maybe don't want to risk your Medicham V in the extra turn, you can slowly build up to that through the Radiant of Choice I've seen in Inteleon VMAX Rapid Strike box decks. Radiant Alakazam. Remember this Radiant Alakazam has the ability to move up to two damage counters from one of your opponent's Pokemon to another of their Pokemon. So that can help you get knockouts in the active. That can help you get knockouts on the 
bench. We know that the bench is cluttered these days. So very, very cool to see this deck back in action. And Sean, if you were wondering about that impact energy, let me tell you about the impact energy. The Drapion V-Star. This plays a 2-1 line of Drapion V-Star. The Drapion V-Star is interesting because 270 is a very cheeky situation because 270, I will add, is kind of an interesting number for people to hit. It's like not easy. It's not super difficult, but it's just... It makes it a little bit harder for some of your opponent's decks or lost box as well on it. And it's got that V-Star power of Hazard Star. It's your, like, only V-Star power. Well, except for four Steel Stone. It's your only actual Pokemon V-Star power in this list. Uh, it poisons you. Yeah. I guess the idea there is, like, look, you might be playing the Drapion already for specific matchups. Mm -hmm. Um this one's a fun one because it actually you have a lot of really interesting combinations of things. So on your bench, you can have one or two Inteleon VMAXs, right? You can have a Radiant Alakazam moving damage counters, a Drapion V-Star using that V-Star ability to paralyze and poison, and the Octillery searching up a Rapid Strike card, maybe one of your energy, to then throw that onto your Urshifu in the active. Like Basically, it, it's an interesting deck where like, every single Pokemon on your bench might be like working together to foil your opponent's plans in some way, shape or form. There's a lot of math in here and there's yeah. a lot of chess work in here. I hate that this deck, at least the one that we're looking at has only one battle VIP pass, but that's <laughs> kind of the perfect partner with Irida. If you're playing some Irida's oh, I love that. in yeah. your list, um, because Irida allows you to grab a water Pokemon and an item card. And so why not grab three Pokemon from an Irida essentially to start out the game. It's pretty strong, I would say. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, this deck has been flown around. I know Senior Doom has been a big fan of the uh, Inteleon deck, Urshifu VMAX, been playing that a lot. So hopefully, you know, we start seeing it a little more in action, uh, especially at, uh, what's that one this weekend? Portland. Yeah. I mean, if if, if it's in Portland, Senior Doom might might be there. Is not yeah, far. It might be Who seeing knows? your doom running yeah. in, in Portland, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, last deck, Jake. I think I have just enough brain power to talk about this one very briefly. And we mentioned it in the last pod. It's Sander, Sander Wojcik's control deck, um, binder this drop is an extravaganza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what can I say? Look, it's got a lot of things in it. It's got like a lot of things that weird counts like. One pot helmet, two crushing hammers, uh, two stormy mountains, like a zinnia's resolve and acerola's premonition. Look, I am not going to sit here and pretend that I know every scenario in which all of these cards are the most useful. But instead, what I'm going to do is offer you what I think the main points of this deck are. So obviously you have a small draw engine in a curly align to replace your chinchinos that are no longer in standard. Outside of that draw engine, in some matchups, you might go pure control, right? Throw that Eveltal down, the one that does Cry of Destruction, discarding a bunch of special energy. Yeah, throw that down, absolutely wreck Muse Day. Say, hey, guess what? I, don't, I know you don't have any more energy, 
you're going to deck out before I do. GG's. Uh, and that might be your game plan, right? Outside of that, however, you've got a couple of other strategies. I didn't even look at this Rotom. I'm trying to even this like... This is part of the Stormy Mountain plan, Sean. Oh, okay, okay. So this is just drawing. This is part of the draw engine is Rotom V. Outside of your the draw engine. first turn draw <laughs> engine. If you don't know Rotom, draw three cards and end your turn. Yes. Uh, basically, Zacian. Yes. <laughs> Except no attaching energies. <laughs> exactly. Um, the other things that you want to do with this deck, one other strategy, maybe you have an opponent who maybe doesn't play a lot of escape ropes and bosses, doesn't play um, Path to the Peak, so and doesn't have any shred abilities. Well, you've got a couple options. You could play Mimikyu V, and there's a really fun loop in this deck, Jake, where you have Mimikyu V, which has the ability, when you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may prevent all damage done to this Mimic UV by attacks from your opponent's Pokemon until the end of your opponent's next turn. Um, and as far as I understand it, I actually don't think that Escape Rope gets around to this because it is an effect on the Pokemon that has nothing to do with its location because you move it from the bench to the active. Yes. So I don't think the location effect actually has any effect. Here. Yeah, it's just uh, done to this Mimikyu V. It doesn't yep. say in the active or exactly. anything like that. It's just in general. So you kind of have it like... It doesn't work on PTCG Live. Oh, I bet it doesn't course. work. Of course it does. <laughs> so, but yeah, this Mimikyu V, the only thing that's going to stop it is a big shred attack or a um, path to the peak. But the benefit with this is Hey, if you can play this and then on the following turn, play a Penny, which allows you to put a basic Pokemon and all cards attached into your hand, and then put the Mimikyu down again and get it back into the active. If you can just loop that, then your opponent can't really do that much. And if you have both Mimikyus in hand and you can pal pad the Penny back into play, get it back over time with like maybe a Silene turn off to get the pal pads back. That is one strategy, and maybe in a matchup where your opponent has a really big shred attack, instead you're playing the Ursa Luna V, which doesn't stop damage, but it has 230 HP, and its ability takes 30 less damage, so it's effectively 260 HP, and um, there are no shred Pokemon that can do 260 off the bat, so... Uh, yeah, you're, if you're in a matchup where your opponent has limited damage output, this Ursa Luna is another good option. Um, there's a lot of fun in this deck with a lot of wacky combos. You can ditto into any of these Vs, right? Yep. There's a ditto in this list. There's a mana fee that for one water energy, you look at your opponent's hand and place two basic Pokemon onto the bench as yep. as well as you know like you i think you mentioned the reggie lucky earlier the mawile is cheeky does i don't know sean have you ever read this mawile before i today? have yeah this is a this is actually becoming a popular card in other decks too i, I don't know if it was lost mm -hmm. box or guard of war but this mawile has an attack that says during your opponent's next turn the defending pokemon can't retreat the 90 extra damage you, it also has that effect like your the defending pokemon takes 90 more damage I don't necessarily think that that matters in this deck. The point is there's a lot of decks now that also are not playing tons of switching cards. So mm -hmm. 
if you put one energy on, trap something in the active, that might be game over for a lot of decks out there. Just it's very, it's, it's just, it's so weird. It's so interesting how this yeah. deck was made. This binder drop, like you mentioned, was just made. And Sander never fails to just intrigue me. I mean, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one of supporters, one of them being Acerola's <laughs> Premonition. Do you even know that without looking? Uh, no. Uh, uh, let's, let's have a look at it, though. Uh, <laughs> your opponent reveals your hand. You draw a card for each trainer card you find there. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I mean, pretty good for, you know, a uh, a deck that is going to or I mean, where a lot of decks have a lot of trainer cards in them. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, especially I mean, most you're every deck, most every deck is mostly trainer cards. And you're playing against a um, you're playing a control deck. So your opponent might start building up a big hand and you can be like, OK, cool. I'll just draw, I don't know, eight cards or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to draw like 15 cards yeah. or something. Um. Yeah, it's a very, there's a lot of cool like little tech things in here. And look, to be honest, this is, I will tell you right now, this is not a deck that you bring to a challenge or a cup. I'm just going to go out there and say it um, because that's a best of one. You have one bad game, you're out. Also, if you don't finish that best of one in the time limit, which is very possible, like a lot of these, this deck, it's designed to win one game in a best of three 50 minutes and then the other game doesn't finish that's that's how mm -hmm. a deck like this likes to operate so uh best of one i would not recommend it's one that i i'm i mean just maybe someday maybe I someday mean, we'll be we'll be back to the glory days of control just being the best deck one day jake um oh Small little bit of news now that uh, we are done with the decks. And we'll talk more about decks and things next week because I'm going to keep playing Pokemon. But first thing. Whoa! Did you get that from Japan? Where'd you get that? No, I bought that in a store here in New York. Really? Yeah. Hold on. That I don't know if you can sick. hear, but it's... Uh, I, I, for those of you listening, can you hear that? No, probably no, not. No, I can't. Anyways, it is a Game Boy Color with... I got Pokemon Blue, I got mm -hmm. Pokemon Red, and I got Pokemon Yellow. All refurbished new batteries, Jake. I'm just nice. living my best 90s life again. I can hear it when you talk. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, my microphone's got them settings and all. Got them noise gates. That's but right. Yeah, that's a that's a sick looking game. I've got one. Um, that's probably a custom. I mean, that's a custom Game Boy. Yeah, it's shell. like a custom shell paint job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been I have like an original Game Boy. It was like early 2000s. It's silver. It's got Pikachu and Pichu on it. Oh, um, nice. Maybe some older or uh, more uh, veteran listeners <laughs> or our, uh, our uh, seasoned listeners will uh, remember those. I still have it and it works and I still play it from time to time. So it's man, I just love classic Pokemon stuff. But yeah. Sean. This is going to be our classic goodbye for the week. Haha, -ha, you see what I did there? I did. I see. Any nice transition. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be back with Portland Regional Results next week here on the MetaPod Podcast. The Pokemon Podcast revolves around the evolving meta. I'm Jake. That's Sean. And you have a great rest of the week. <laughs>